white, working class, pansexual, non-binary, ex-evangelical, seventh-generation North Carolina native, parent, former day laborer, present-day singer-songwriter. If you list out the qualities that a deemed the artist embodies in life and music, it is quite a complex picture to take in. But as the tongue-in-cheek title of their new album, White Trash Revelry, suggests, they approach it all with self-awareness and rollicking irreverence. Senior music writer Julie Height caught both extremes on a day that Adim the Artist sat for the interview and then stepped on the stage. For someone surrounded by country music as a kid, it wasn't always obvious to Adim the Artist that they could make it their own. I left country music for a long time. I grew up in it. When I first moved back to Tennessee from New York, I had like stripped myself of my accent. <laughs> you know, I tried so hard to assimilate in the North and then I was trying to assimilate again. There was a moment for me, a number of years back, I was listening to this Roger Allen Wade song. The sky looking like rusted chrome something really beautiful about that that drew me in and then a lot of country music that crept in this weird side door that was really cerebral and really sophisticated and poetic and it was the first time I thought about the way that I grew up <laughs> and the thought that kept coming to me was man it's a country song my mom worked overnights at a Texaco that's how my folks met you know, I was really hesitant. Like, I didn't know if I could do this kind of music. I didn't know if it'd be all right or if it'd feel like I was putting it on to come back and experiment in that world, but it came naturally to me. I started out as a light in my father's eye at a Texaco. Mama was working overnights on Sam Wilson Road. She was a madcap teenager runaway. year past graduation. A demon's their version of an origin story with the line, some of us have childhoods that aren't poems on sight. It couldn't be more clear that they're not out to romanticize their humble roots. During our interview, they got downright indignant describing how they see through contemporary country nods to working class lives. This change in country music from centering laborers and workers' rights to what it is now, it's music as a means of fishing for a demographic you can sell ads to. The reality is they don't respect workers. They don't respect laborers. That's my perspective. That's my inheritance. I'm a laborer. I was born to a laborer. So for me, it's very frustrating. Before this album, Adim fulfilled the orders for copies of their 2021 full-length Cast Iron Pansexual, that was when multiple facets of identity started to inform their songwriting alongside class consciousness. Pretty early on in the pandemic, I became a part of a community of queer fans and creators of country music and met some of my now best friends. I was out as pansexual. I hadn't really talked about gender. It became a, a great source of people to kind of walk through it with. But that took place in this weird isolation chamber of the pandemic where I didn't have to go into any workspaces and perform any of that masculinity. I didn't have to go to the bar and perform. I didn't have to work construction. And I think that when I came out as being non-binary, 
and released a, a very queer record. It didn't occur to me that I was making this big, revealing thing. That was my first experience, really, with knowingly trying to navigate a thing privately that accidentally became part of a very public brand that was and has continued to be really strange. Strange enough to poke at in the most irreverently on-the-nose fashion. Everybody gather around, got another one here. It's got the pronouns listed, it's a genuine queer. There were several moments during our conversation when Adeem caught themselves saying something weighty and worried about how it might be coming across. I'm new to like people caring or listening to what I say. That's never happened to me before. It makes me think about it differently. That's why I'm laughing, because I'm laughing at how it sounds like I think that my music is important in a way that I don't think it's important. I'm just conscious of the fact that it impacts people differently. You never know. You don't know how this stuff's going to land. We're not trying to say country music is now, like, gay. We're not saying our stories are more important than yours or more profound than yours. Just that we're here. They're happening right beside of each other. They don't have to exist in opposition. These stories go next to each other. I want a safe world for my kid. I want to find some way to build back shared spaces because I don't feel like we have them anymore. I think that being able to share in a laugh together is really important because it creates a sense of safety. You're laughing, I'm laughing. We're all having fun here. Then it was time for Adeem to go sound check for the release show at the basement. In front of that audience, they spent just as much time spinning yarns as singing songs. Besides making the crowd laugh, Adeem inspired a fan in the front row to break into a slightly goofy solo shimmy. That's one of the many effects that their music has on people. They play country songs in heaven, but in hell we play them loud. Senior music writer Julie Height captured the complexities of Adeem the Artist, whose album White Trash Revelry is WNXP's Record of the Week. Learn more at WNXP.org.